Yeah, baby. It's the Ang- Angry Divas, the triple dark dot dot. It's the Angry Divas radio show. The Angry Divas air live weekdays on blogtalkradio.com at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check out our website. That's www.angrydivas.com. Angry Divas. Get it right, boo. This has been another Bitch House production. The Angry Divas radio show. Radio show. Radio show. Radio show. Yeah, baby. It's the Angry Divas, the triple dark dot. It's the Angry Divas radio show. The Angry Divas. Yeah. What happened at the New Orleans? <laughs> Bitch, I'm back. I'm popular the man. Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. Sauce in my bag, swag. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah, I. Oh yes, I like that. I did not come to play with you hoes. <laughs> I came to slay, bitch. I like cornbreads and collard greens, bitch. Oh yes, you got to believe it. Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress I'm so possessive so I rock his rock necklaces My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana You mix that Negro with that Creole like a Texas Bama in my bag.
fucking ladies, now let's get information. You know you that bitch when you cause all this conversation. Always say gracious, best revenge is your paper. Don't you never let no monkey breed you. Ever, ever, I'd like to talk about it. See, it as is my show. We're going to do what the fuck I want. So, <laughs> let's do it. All right. The reason I said don't you never, ever let no monkey breed you is, in today's news, Ciara is suing the dick off of Future for, what is it, $15 million? I done seen $12 million. I done seen $15 million. People just exaggerating, adding zeros and Fives and shit. This is adding shit. Like, well, 12 ain't enough, so let's make it impactful. Let's just bump it up to 15. Meanwhile, she might really be suing a nigga for a pack of bubble gum and, you know, a cease and desist. <laughs> we don't really know what's going on. <laughs> but anyway, the point is that she's suing him to shut his mouth because what he's saying is hurting her brand. And so that is exactly why Diva said. Don't you ever let no monkey breed you. These men are monkeys. Do not let them breed you. Okay? Now, listen. You might find the little monkey attractive. You might think the little monkey is talented because it can read and write its own name. Please understand they do train these monkeys to do shit like this, okay? Monkeys can be trained to do things that can appear to be human. All right? They're trainable. They're mammals like we are, and, and they have, you know, the whole setup. So they're trainable. You could train a monkey to take on human characteristics. You might even find the monkey to be quite attractive in its human performance because they've gotten good at it. You might even find yourself laying in the bed with that monkey. But you do not let that monkey breed you. That's it. You don't let this happen. You do not allow that to happen. Okay? We're in 2016, and what we're going to work through is getting over the idea of being anti-abortion but pro-raw dog premarital sex with monkeys. Mm-hmm. We're going to get over that. We're going to get real over it, all right? It's okay. We get tricked sometimes. We get tricked. It's easy to get tricked. The monkeys are real good at performing. They're excellent at it. These monkeys, they've been trained up good by mamas that love them and decided to treat them like they were not the monkeys that they were, okay? <laughs> and tried her best to civilize this monkey and send this monkey out into the world. <laughs> but he's still a fucking monkey, all right? <laughs> 
<laughs> Y'all need to wake up to that fact. Now, Diva's rant is over. This rant has been brought to you by the angry Diva, not the chill one. Now, let's go ahead and get into the show. I'm my guest host here. Cree <laughs> Wisdom. Come on in, baby. How you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good. How about you? I'm loving the energy. I love that you played that Beyonce song. I'm over here like, yes, bitch. Can <laughs> we talk about that shit, too? And don't make me play it again, because I will. I got another rant about it, all right? I was thinking about this shit all night long in my sleep, wake, sleep, wake, sleep, wake that I do, right? And in some of that waking, I was like, you know what? I got to, no, I ain't going to say nothing on this shit. Yeah, I might say something. I ain't going to write it, though. I'm going to say it on the show. Yeah, all right. So this is what we're, <laughs> we're going to say. <laughs> Because when I first saw the whole shit, I was I was looking at everything, everything. And I look at it through the eyes of an occultist because I am an occultist. Please understand, I am not like y'all, okay? I'm not a regular person. I'm not a regular woman. I'm not, okay? I don't do things the way regular people do them. And what I do actually works. So that's why I don't do what regular people do because what regular people do is the same retarded shit again and again and again and hope for a different result, and the shit don't work. So I don't do like mm-hmm. regular people. Okay? So that shit is insanity. And I'm not insane. In the membrane. Okay? So, anyhow, when I'm watching the video, I'm seeing all the occult symbols, open hand, closed fist, left hand path, uh, the conical cap of the, what they call them, the Freemasonry and shit, all the degrees of information, the whore in the hall of knowledge. I saw a lot. And um, we talked about all of that in the Bitch House Sisters, so everybody else, oh well, you missed it. But... I also saw where niggas, cause niggas don't see that. Niggas saw, well, how come she had blue ivy in the middle and a nice sundress and the other little two dark-skinned girls look like old ladies? But if she didn't have you dark bitches in the video, like, how come there were no dark-skinned girls in the video? I thought the, you I know? Thought the same thing. But, yeah, you know? I'm kind of, like, wishy-washy on it. But I'm, like, I thought the same thing. Because if she didn't have nobody dark in it, then it would have been the issue. But I thought that, you know, as far as the Black Panther dancers, she had a variety of different Were they dances. really Black Panther dancers? Can we stop calling? I refuse. No. On my radio, we will not call them that. I'm done. Yeah. Okay? Nope. That is not who they were. Okay? Let me tell you something. A bitch in an afro with some hot pants and some fishnets and a fist in the air does not automatically translate into Black Panther. That's what, what they we are trying. seeing here that's what I'm is that's yeah. they're trying the most. I saw them say, "Oh, you know, shout out to she gave a shout out to Malcolm X with the X formation." You stupid sons of bitches. Malcolm <laughs> X gave a shout out to the black woman with that X shit because it's us that got the goddamn X's anyways. But whatever, okay. X marks the spot as us for sure. You know, niggas, niggas just see nigger shit. So that's why I choose to stay out of it because. What do I look like arguing with monkeys? I'm not arguing with monkey-ass niggas. I'm not doing it. Nope. I'm not doing it. I refuse. So all of you monkeys that have been trained up, yep, I said it. Yeah, I did. Come for me. Come for me, bitch. I said it. <laughs> Come for me. Anyway, all of you who've been trained up to be dumbasses in human flesh instead of Smart asses like me, because I'm being a smart fucking ass right now. <laughs> we have fun over here in Divination. Anyway, no, seriously, though, you got you to gotta understand, people are going to see things from where they are. 
And all jokes mm-hmm. aside and all of the controversial rip-rap aside, people see things from their level, and every view is valid because it's your perspective. Nobody can say your perspective is wrong. It's just the, way, the lens through which you see things. I just don't see it mm-hmm. just that way. I see it all the different views and all the different lenses, and then I laugh at all of them, and I go on to do something else. That's just how it works for me. You have to learn to be more multifaceted. It's okay to have your view, but the challenge then becomes to get out of the program, and monkeyism is a program. We've been trained to be this. I was trained to be a monkey, too. I had to shed my monkey suit. You know, what is monkey shit? Regular people shit, you know? Always having to be divisive and, and, and uh, oppositional and always having to see what whether there's a problem in something instead of just celebrating it for what it is. She knows that people don't read. What well, nobody going to pay attention to them lyrics until all the think piece writing ass niggas got together and started putting shit together <laughs> online. Nobody was even thinking about that until somebody told you to. All written was, oh, man, what a powerful image. That's all it's about. I thought that it was an excellent display of glamour on the eve of both the new moon and the year of the monkey. And that's why I keep saying monkey, because it's the year of the monkey. (laughs) This is the year of the monkey, and we're going to see so much monkeying around. It's going to be a whole hot mess. So y'all get ready for the monkey shit about to pop off around here. Um, And and get in touch with what that symbol actually means. So with about uh, 10 minutes remaining on the clock, we're going to actually get into the topic for the day. And, you know, I did this on purpose because it's Taboo Tuesday and we usually just kind of have fun. So we're going to also talk about the trap of forgiving, but I want to relate it into what's going on in today's world. Um, and so I want to draw from those two topics, both the Ciara thing and people are going to say why she can't just forgive him, why she got to sue him, um, and the Beyonce thing, people ask her for her to be forgiving because she's an artist and she's doing this, and people are saying she shouldn't be forgiven because of this. And I want to talk about the trap of the concept of forgiveness itself and how that whole um, right or wrong judgment shit, that push-pull instead of just seeing that there's always going to be two poles. Everything in this mm-hmm. life is ruled by them two poles. we got to get over everything else. It's not emotion no more. Let's take it out of emotion and bring it into knowledge, into science. All right? We're dealing with two poles. Every single time. And the problem is, this is what regular people do. This is why people are monkeys. We live in a bipolar reality, a bipolar realm, a bipolar dimension. And you trying to live unipolar. You think bipolarity is a problem. No, 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 no. The disease is the imbalance. Mm. And that can be hyper-imbalanced or pseudo-imbalance, which is what we see as quote-unquote normal, where you're numb to things. Nothing moves you. Nothing motivates you. You don't grow. You don't change. You're the same yesterday, today, until the day you die. That is another side of it. And I see that a lot, too. It's kind of promoted among people. I'm the same. I'm the same. I'm not the same. Please, God, help me if I'm the same bitch today I was 10 years ago. Somebody slap my face if I'm the same because I want (laughs) to grow. Seriously, people are, black people especially, we got a problem with that. We got a problem with growth. Let's talk about that. We have a big problem with growth. We call the people not being real because you changed. Like, you're not supposed to change. You're not supposed to grow. Is that why Negrodom is so stagnant around the diaspora? Because we all want everything to go back to being the same. Get over it. Get with the time. Grow. Sick. Get with it. Grow. All right, I'm going to let uh, Free Wisdom take the mic because clearly Angry Diva is too much, and so I'm going to mute her. 
<laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> well, hmm, let's get into it about this forgiveness. You know, I've observe a lot and growing up with a mother like mine and we've tried to me and my sister were always trying to tell people about how my mother really was because she was always I'm not saying she put on a complete front but she was she definitely we didn't they didn't see that we saw so we would try to explain to some of our close friends that she was very abusive towards us and you One of my friends that when you try to explain to people the abuse, um, hold on, sis, because you know what? I actually want to slow the show a different way. Do you ever notice that when you try to explain the abuse to somebody, um, the first thing they get into is dissonance, where they can't receive it. They try to say maybe you're overreacting, maybe this, maybe that. She loved you. She's still your mother. And all of that comes from the things that they tell themselves to keep themselves in the trap. That's mm-hmm. why that's all they can offer you. They the only people who can offer you something different are the people who got out the trap. But the people in the trap, this is where that crabs in a barrel mentality shit comes from, because the people in the trap are going to keep you in the trap with them. That's all they know. That's all they yeah. know. mean and negatively. That's just all they know. That's what they know. That's what they did. That's all they can offer you. They cannot give you what they don't have. So they're always going to tell you that. You have to find people who've gotten out of the trap and go and suck from their wisdom and find how you can get out the trap. This is exactly why I teach, and this is why I offer the healing, the mother wound, or the wounded mother healing um, one-on-one sessions that I do because we, we're always going to find people who try to keep us in the trap because that's where they are. Most people, mm-hmm. and I hate to say this, but this is true because I went through it. Most people that you talk to are have went through it because everything on the planet is impacted. All the shit that's negative, all the shit that's wrong is because of the wounding of the mother, the wounding of the feminine, the erasure of her from divinity. We got father, son, and ghost. Where the fuck is the woman? Come on. This mm. whole entire thing has wounded the mother. We're talking about the wounding of the divine mother, the creatrix, the feminine principle itself. She's been made secondary, a rib witch and a temptress at that. You know, I saw this movie, um, I was up, like I told y'all, right, up, down, up, down, all night, awake, sleep, awake, sleep. And one of my awake periods, um, I was in Netflix. Like the, I guess I must have rolled over on the Wiimote. Yep, she fell in the bed with me. My bed is beautiful. It's a big old cloud, y'all. I love that thing. But it rolled over in the bed with me, and the remote had flicked over to something called Lila and Eve, Right? And so it's Jennifer uh, Lopez and um, what is her name? How to get away with murder? Somebody help me. Why am I drawing a blank? I want to say Annalise. That's not her name. Annalise is not her name. Viola. Viola Davis. Okay. Thank you. Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, I want to say Annalise, and that ain't her name. Somebody help me. So it's Viola Davis. And <laughs> Telling you it's terrible. It's Viola Davis and Jennifer Lopez. And you gotta see the movie yourself. Spoiler alert, I'm gonna talk about it, so if you haven't seen it, probably don't wanna listen right now. But basically Eve is a spirit. And it's the result of what some would call a break in Lila's consciousness after the murder of her son. Where mm. she said, The police ain't gonna get it. She went full dark mother. And the dark mother was being called Eve. 
And Dark Mother was like, end this nigga. Shoot him. Shoot that motherfucker in the face. You know what I mean? Mm. She was right. But she seemed like she was right there at her side every step of the way. And it took a while for her. I mean, I think what happened, what ended up happening is she was trying to show her dude pictures of the girl. And she's flipping through the pictures mm. like, I know we took these pictures together. We were in my bathroom. And the girl ain't in one damn picture. But all of the little moves and the kissy faces and kissy on the cheek shit she was doing, what is happening? But ain't nobody there. Oh, you talking about Leela and Eve? Leela. I, I was calling Lila. Yeah, Leela, Lila and Eve, that was my shit. That movie that gave me so much life. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I feel like that, that, talking about the trap of forgiving, if she had forgiven, she just would have been one of them broken women who just, Goes the fuck crazy. I think that's what we prefer of a black woman. We prefer her to be broken wow. and fucked up about and gone crazy and abusive and batter, battered and shit rather than she stand up and say, you know what? I'm going to get into formation. I'm going to get myself into formation to embrace what I must do to make what I want happen for me. Fuck everybody else. Fuck their needs. Fuck their wants. Fuck their think pieces and all of that, their expectations of me, their value or in value of me because of the ferocious power of my voice. Fuck it. That is what they don't want to see. And that's why they keep us wounded. Everybody's mm. frightened of that. Doesn't that shit scare y'all when I just, like, turn up like that and then come back home? That shit is frightening, isn't it? That's mastery, baby. <laughs> that shit is control fire. You can turn that. You ever get to your stove and you need that pot to boil a little quicker so you turn that bitch way the fuck up? That's exactly what we need to be learning how to do in ourselves in every way. That's what the formation really is about. It ain't shit about getting in no Black Panther outfit, getting out there and, and power to the people and, you know, get yourself in order for your dreams, for what you want. Grind hard till you see it happen. That's really what it's about. And do whatever you got to do to make it happen. But we get caught in the trap of forgiving somebody for what they've done against us instead of going to war and using imagery and sound and volume and ferocity and fire and power, using the whore energy, using your intellect, which is what we call the masculine, using your desire, your ability to manifest desire, which is what we call the feminine. Ten seconds before we're in overtime, call in three four seven eight two six nine nine three zero. All right, I'm gonna shut up again. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm saying we we've got to think about this differently, sis. We do. I mean, consider it from the perspective of of what I just said about people remaining in their woundedness, and that's all that they know. And think about it as a program. You have to. Everybody is only going to be able to receive whatever their program can allow. If you have a computer that's running Windows 98, now remember that shit from way back in the way back, Windows 90 fucking eight. <laughs> what are we in now, Windows 10? Try to put a Windows 10 on that shit and don't watch it blow up. It cannot do what it's not programmed mm. to do, okay? It all depends on what your version is. And are you updating yourself as you go or not? That's really what this is about. Which version are you? Which version are you going to tap into? So 
Some people tap into forgiving because it was taught to them that you must forgive if you want your father in heaven to forgive you. So they do it out of fear. Well, God ain't going to forgive God forgive other That people. is the root mm-hmm. that needs to be addressed um, mm-hmm. because, it, it, to me, it makes no sense. You know how I feel about religion. You're telling, you're telling us that you need to pray to your father for forgiveness. He's your creator. He created you to be sinful, and then you need to ask him for forgiveness. But then this translates into real life where basically forgiveness is not even a real concept that works in the way they tell you. They keep I keep hearing the stupid shit. It's not for you. It, it, it's more for you, not for other people. But really when you keep telling, when somebody's trying to tell you somebody's mm-hmm. hurt me and you keep telling them, well, you just got to forgive them. You're basically telling them, ignore how you really feel right now. Don't even don't even think about how you feel. Just hurry up and get the fuck over it. And and they keep saying forgiveness and forgetting is not the same thing, but that's really what it is because I can't see how it benefits you to not address these emotions. That's the problem, black women today. Like we like as we were discussing someone's situation in the group, and I've even noticed this with myself. It wasn't until the beginning of this year where I said, I had some tears just come out of nowhere. Like, you know what? I have never really sat and grieved over my traumatic childhood and the things I went through outside of my parents. I've never done that because mm. everybody always says, mm. forgive, forgive them. People yeah. do wrong, forgive them. And if you don't forgive them, God is not going to forgive you. And I, Now, I used to be a Christian, so you can imagine when you are a black woman that is a Christian and that you're telling them, they're telling you, all right, that that pastor raped me. And they're saying, you know what, you just need to forgive him and God is going to take care of it. He's going to pay at the end. And fuck all of that paying at the end. I get sick of that shit. You want me, you want somebody to pay for what they did at the end of a, some eternity that might never happen? Fuck all of that. I need to address how I feel. If if this nigga is still on the pulpit preaching, he's not forgiving because he don't need to be up there if he did that to me. I need other people to hold him accountable, and that's what forgiveness is about. It's about accountability. Has has the person who hurt you been held accountable? If the person is not even addressing that the wound is there, then they're not they're not worthy of being forgiven. And the more you keep on suppressing and acting like, okay, I'm just gonna get over it. You're sitting there basically doing it to make other people feel comfortable. It's so other people won't feel some type of way because they don't want to address yep. their shit. And they you know, they, they know that their mama beat the fuck out of them too, and they like, yep. oh, well, you know, you just got to forgive. And No. Why they can do only you have give to you forgiving? They can only give you what they've been given, and they're giving you the same, and they all say the same shit. I heard that forgiveness is not about the other person. It's about you. Everybody told me what forgiveness was about. And then I said, have you ever, ever looked at the etymology of the word? It means to give up the power or the desire to hold someone accountable for what's been done wrong against you. And I just looked at them. I looked at my aunties. That's the first person who I had this conversation with. I've had it with multiple people, but I... I just looked at her. Somewhere I began to look at everybody. It became a script for me, you know, because what they're saying is a script. It is a program. Which I'm telling you, these motherfuckers, mm-hmm. monkeys. The year of the monkey. We're gonna see a lot of this shit. Okay, we gotta deal with it. 
They're programmed to have a certain response. So I began to program myself to respond to them because what you do as an awakened person, unfortunately, it's like being in the matrix. If Neo went in the matrix and tapped somebody on the shoulder and said, hey, wait, look, you're really asleep, you're in a tub of goo. And that looked at him like he was out of his fucking mind. <laughs> That's exactly how you're being looked at. So I just began to program my responses right back, you know? And so then she said, well, why would you want to punish? I said, I don't want to punish. But you don't understand what that word means. You think, oh, I said, you do understand. You think that me not allowing my mother to do what she does by just canceling her out of my life altogether is me punishing her or getting back at her because I'm hurting or upset or whatever you think I'm going through. You don't see that this is a strategic move that I have made to protect myself and to yes. make a different choice in my life so I can grow to a point where I might be able to have a conversation with this woman and not come out as an abused, battered child no matter what age I am. You don't see the growth intention here. You see me as punishing her, and she sees me as punishing her, and the reason you see that is you're a mother too. And you can not fathom one of your daughters not talking to you. Mm. Understand where these people's perspective is coming from. She can't fathom one of her daughters saying, I'm never speaking to her again. I don't care. And be serious and stay with it. It has been six years. I'm not hurt. I'm not broken. I'm not upset. I have moments where I do fondly remember some of the, you know, wonderful um, aspects of my mother's many personalities, and it's great. But I also remember the other shit, and I know the only person I can control is me. For me, this is the answer. She's always going to be her. I can love her over here, but I do not have to allow her to be a part of my life. The other programmed response, and I'm teaching you all some shit, so I hope you got pens and papers and you writing this down, taking notes, okay? The other program response that I taught myself when these people come at you with some shit is the following. You get the laugh track to stop. Nobody would ever tell a woman to go back to her abuser if it was a man. The person who beat you, the person who belittled you, who verbally attacked you, who put you through financial abuse, nobody would ever tell any woman, go back to that man. Nobody in their right, sane right mind, <laughs> okay? Let me change it. Yeah. Nobody in their right, sane mind that gives a fuck about that woman would tell her to go back to that. Maybe some insane, crazy, dickmatized, dick whip bitches might do that. But nobody... Mm-hmm. In their right same mind would do that. So why would you ever tell me to do it with my mother? This she thinks this is okay. There are so many different ways that it makes manifest. It's not just I can understand if it was and, and this is for many people. They're looking at it like, Okay, some shit happened when you were a little child and you can't get over it. They don't see the developmental years, they don't see the adult years, what you continue to see and deal with and say, I just don't want to deal with this anymore. I do love you. I care about you deeply. I want to see you win. But I can't allow you to make me lose because you want to win. We're not in competition with each other. 
and I won't allow you to be in competition with me. I'm not allowing the spirit of competition between us to thrive no more because it doesn't help. It doesn't help. It doesn't help. I'm always going to be younger than you, faster than you, stronger than you, savvier than you, quicker than you, even more intelligent than you in some ways. That's the point of breeding, mamas. You passing on your best to your children so that they can, they're your best chance. You've done all you can do, and now you are creating the next you, the next future. You will mm. never beat that new you. You can't. That's not your job. You've done your work. You live your life. You do your, what you do. Whatever your identity is, you. But your children, that's your future. And it's also their future. And mm-hmm. you, as an engineer of it, you got to be thinking strategically, not emotionally. You can't be mothering in fear or in woundedness. I cannot abide by this anymore. We've got to change the way we're looking at this stuff. Hmm. We, we really, really do. do. And I think of when it comes to the mother wound, I feel like a part of it is people's view of children. People don't want to admit this, but people hate children, and people look at children as property. So, therefore, if your mom hurt you, you know, well, you know, she was doing her best, which we know we was. She was doing whatever she thought she needed to do. And this However, system, children that does not excuse her. Children are property in this system. We don't. Yeah, they, have to and like people, we see women and children property, are property. Beat the, fuck, beat the fuck out of them. What yeah. I mean, is women and children people, are property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And people, okay, these the same people who are against domestic violence and men hitting women are the same people who will argue you down and tell you that it's okay to beat the fuck out of your kids. I don't. The whole if the whole logic is making sure that somebody who has more power than you is not oppressing another, then why is that so hard to see? Which is why with black people, it, it is so hard for us to accept that there are just other ways of dealing with children. They don't want to accept that. So, and it's okay. They think that oh, if that child did something wrong, it was okay for that mom to beat the fuck out of that child. So they don't. So they don't see. They don't want to admit that a good bit of us were abused. And we all know everybody who is an intelligent person and who studies or who just knows human behavior and observes things knows that over time that these children who are repetitively abused over and over again begin to see the world in a different way. They start to believe that, you know, this is how I get power from people is beating them. Not only that, their brain looks the same as a person, their brain matter looks the exact same as a person who is fighting a war, who's dealing with PTSD. Mm. So we did a this, show this on this. Study. Like, it's level we did a show on this shit. one um, Dark Goddess Soul Day. And uh, I think it was the Soul Day right before we had our first Mother Wound show last week. And um, I was talking about an article, I think it was, oh my God, yep. Stacey Patton shared something to her page, and um, yes. it was talking about the impact of, you know, spanking children and that 30% of the gray matter in the frontal cortex of that child's brain is missing and that this ends up being passed down over generations. Mm-hmm. So less and less and less. And, and what that means, hey, let me explain to you what it means, because I could say to you 30% of the gray matter in the frontal cortex is what the fuck that means. Here's what it means. 
okay? <laughs> the frontal cortex of your brain deals with your ability to bounce back after a trauma or negative situation, with your ability to restore yourself and to kind of recenter yourself, to be able to go on, to move on, not keep on keeping on and struggling and getting worse, but to actually be better, you know? Like, all right, you know what, you have to happen, but here's what I'm going to do. And over time, that gets passed down genetically in the DNA, And so your generations over time, less and less and less, are able to bounce back. We become weaker and weaker to opposition. We become less likely and able to restore and recenter and rebalance ourselves, to be able to do something more with ourselves and just be hurt. And this is being reinforced as a form of punishment. We also talked about where this comes from and that this beating is a slave mentality construct. Mm-hmm. It has not ever been proven to do anything good for the children other than kill certain parts of them. And so one sister was on the show, one of my friends, the artist, Salkis Ray. I do appreciate her. She's a beautiful spirit. And she was saying that her, she has two daughters. And she said with her first daughter, she did spank her. And she's noticed that the child is more demure. She's not as outgoing. She doesn't make friends as easily. She's not as sure of herself or as confident. She's really had to work on her with it. Versus her second child, she didn't beat her at all. And that child is off the fucking hook, totally in herself, in her personality, knows who she is. Shit just kind of rolls off her like a duck out of water. You know, it's just, it's wonderful watching it. And she's, you know, noting what she did, where she went wrong, so she overcompensates in some ways. Um, And overcompensates Mm. in a good way, meaning in a good way meaning that she knows that she has to take more time to teach certain things to her older daughter and to help her to get certain lessons because of the impact of what the way she raised her made on her life. Mm. Things that she doesn't have to do with the little one. So there's an extra something there, an extra set of lessons, an extra set of, of modeling there and, um, and investing in this child in different ways. And I appreciated her candor with that that she recognized it and she was able to change. And it only took her two. My mother had four. Still don't get it. (laughs) Okay? She had four. She still don't get it. She got a grandbaby and they beating the grandchildren, you know? Oh, it used to break my heart. I remember I got into a bitching argument with my sister about that. I said to her, oh, I hate that. I hate that. I said, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I said, when you was popping her little hands, that's one thing. But you spanking her little booty, I don't like that. And she looked at me and she said, but that's how we were raised. I said, and it was wrong. Mama was wrong. It was wrong. We should not have been beaten for shit we ever did. We were good girls. We didn't do shit but go to church and go to school. It was wrong. I told my sister that. And we started to cry. Because we had never had a moment where we said we didn't deserve this shit. We might have all said it in our head as we were sniffling and <laughs> trying to calm the fuck down from it, but we never, ever gave voice to it and said it was wrong. What did we do that was so horrible that she had to do this like this? Yes. I've often, me and my sister have often had the same conversation. Like, we didn't do anything. So it got to the point where basically we just expected it. It became our reality. My sister had the attitude where, 
Fuck it. If you're going to beat the fuck out of me for everything getting away, I might as well do everything I want to do. I don't care how wrong I am. Now, tell me, how does this benefit children? If children become, you are so immune to it and you know it's going to happen, you like, shoot, I might as well enjoy life anyway because either way she's going to come and break my spirit. So, girl, and I, you know what? I feel like that's that's power. My sister took that route. I didn't. I stayed, you know. I think that's why it was such a big fucking deal when I finally broke care and said, no, fuck this, I'm not doing it anymore. Because forever, I was like, all right, okay, fine. You know, yeah, this is reality, I don't like it, but this is my mother, she's still my mother, they're still my family, blah, 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 blah. And then it just, it got to a point where I just refused to entertain it anymore um, because you try to establish boundaries and they're so used to you having none that it's impossible. You cannot teach, you teach people how to treat you. And once you've taught them and you've established like a 20 plus year pattern with someone, how do you change that? It's impossible to do. It's impossible. They're always going to try and keep you in a certain role. So that means you have to adapt and you have to change instead. And you're going to have to figure out how you're going to change, whatever that means for you. Exactly. But I, I remember going through that very self-same thing and, and always wondering what the hell was the point of this. You know, I mean, and my sisters even said to me, Mama beat you the worst. She beat you for everything. You know, I got beat even when they did some shit wrong because I'm the oldest and I should have found a way to stop them or whatever the fuck, you know. I mean, it was always something. And all of this stems from the way they were raised and the way they were taught which must mean that it's coming from somewhere. And if we all believe the story that there was such a thing as we were slaves, we need to take it back to that place and leave it right the fuck there with those people. Yes. And stop because passing you it imagine down. Some of the slaves okay. got tired of the shit and they retaliated. But, no, nobody's going to get mad at a slave. Nobody's going to get mad at a slave for going to, to to violently attack a slave owner. Nobody's going to get mad if people start oh, knocking off cops. we celebrate Turner. We celebrate Harriet Tubman. We celebrate Frederick Douglass. We celebrate all of them. Oh, but your child is disobedient when your slave master asks. Mm. wants to act some kind of way. Your child is disobedient and unruly. Yeah. But we celebrate the ancestors, and we even have the nerve to say that the children are the ancestors were born. But then call them disobedient because they don't want to bow to you. What is this? Confusion. Confusion. And and then let's talk about in adulthood because a lot of because a lot of people have not you know addressed what went on in their childhood. They're still around their toxic mothers. They're still being degraded daily by their mothers. And it's all because, well, I forgave her and I've just accepted her. But you're still there to take the abuse. You know what? The Here's the thing about that. I don't even want to talk about it. All the people who are allowing their mother to remain in their life and she's toxic and abusive, peace be unto you. Peace be your journey. Arrivederci. Sayonara. You got it? For everybody else who wants to get out of those traps, we have a couple of things here for you. We have these shows, which we will be doing one more of because I'm over it. We have our group, which will be closing in two weeks because I'm over it. And I also am offering one-on-one sessions. I'm offering those sessions. You can get two sessions with me 
it's only $97. I'm allowing you to do it in payment installments. We're going to do the work because you know what? We can talk about it and talk about it and talk about it until the cows come home. And there are people who get off on listening to black women's pain, and they will play these shows and play these shows and bleed this shit dry and enjoy it and, and get their heart on it and rocks off or whatever they do. Mm-hmm. We're not going to feed that. We're not going to feed them. We're not going to feed that voyeur spirit. What we're going to do is we're going to get the work done. So if you want to remain in the trap, go ahead, bees in the trap, boo. We don't have no problem with you bees in the trap. Enjoy yourself. But for everybody else who's sick and tired of being sick and tired, you may write to me at angrydivas at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We are Angry Divas, the Dark Divine Feminine. And do not forget the website, baby, angrydivas.com. That's D-E-V-A-S. Get it right, boo. This has been another Bitch House production, the Angry Divas Radio Show. Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy on the beat. <laughs> Thank you.